Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Happy Mama Movement podcast. I'm Amy Taylor-Kabaz, mama of three, author, and creator of Mama Rising. This podcast is dedicated to conversations with the world's leading experts on how we can support and value motherhood differently and mamas themselves, dedicated to changing their own definition of motherhood, all through the lens of the world-changing understanding of matrescence. Thank you for being here and thank you for being a part of the movement. Welcome back, mamas. I've been teaching and sharing in circles of women for nearly a decade now. And I wanted to reflect on something I have seen today with you all. So often we have a fear of showing up in front of our friends or in front of other women. Wounds we carry really deep that we may not even recognize we have at the time. In a way, we're afraid of each other. And this is because we've always been taught to compete. The world we live in tells us that it's dog eat dog, one against another. We have to climb the ladder, compete, compare, judge and contrast each other to be able to define ourselves. It's as if the world says to us, you only know who you are when you look around and compare yourself to others. We define ourselves through defining others. And this is how we are taught, even from little kids. Our schooling is set up this way. Families can be set up this way. It's the way we live. But then you have the added trauma, I guess, of women, girls, so often growing up in a culture of criticism, bullying, pointing out how you're different, separating each other, fighting over resources, whether that resource is a boy, a job, anything. And so when it comes to really important transitions in a woman's life, like her first period, marriage, pregnancy, birth, any of these moments where if we had the right support around us, we would immediately come back to our beautiful circle of women that we trust and we honour and we know has our back and we would sit there and we would listen and we would show how we're really feeling. We would be able to expose our true self, the rawest parts of ourselves, and be able to process it in a proper way. But in fact, because of the way our culture is set up right now, 
in these key moments, whether it is one of those transitions of womanhood or key moments like illness, sadness, mental health struggles, divorce, loss, uncertainty, we hide it. We put that mask back on again and pretend we're okay. For many, many months, I gathered women together here in Sydney in Australia every month and we would sit in circle and I would hold space for these women to begin to reflect on their experiences of motherhood and womanhood. And it was always really interesting to me to see how women felt about being seen by other women. They trusted me to some extent, but to show how they felt and what they had been through to each other was often another step to expose ourselves, to trust that the container we are in is safe is really important. And so I would share this exercise if there was a particularly big group of us. I would break it down into smaller groups, asking them to sit in groups of three or four. And I would set a timer and I would ask each one of them to take it in turns of sharing their experience for a particular amount of time, for example, three minutes. And for the other women in that small group to say nothing to simply sit there and hold space. They could nod if the other mama who was speaking became emotional or was struggling at all. They could put their hand out and place it on her knee. But the idea was to not interrupt, to allow her to continue to explore what she's feeling, to really be held and seen in her story. And it's so interesting to watch how women would respond to this. Often, let's say I had set that timer for three minutes and many, many of the women would get to about two minutes and want to stop talking. They'd taken up too much space. They'd gone for too long. They would even wonder if I'd forgotten to check the timer because surely that's enough time for me now. And when I would say you have one minute to go and ask them to keep going, keep speaking, keep sharing, keep being seen, that's often when the tears would start. You mean I can open up a little more? You mean it's okay for me to keep going? You mean I don't have to turn this around and ask the others what they think, what their experience is? Because again, this is what we are trained to do as women We start talking about ourselves and then we think, oh, that's too much. I've spoken for too long. And so we flip it and we immediately say, but what about you? How did it go last week? I forgot to ask you. I'm so sorry. I've been so busy. And that's it. We've moved on. But we only just scratched the surface. And so by asking these women to keep talking beyond that point is so transformational. But there's also the gift that the other women receive. They get to just hold space and listen. They don't feel like they need to jump in with solutions. They don't have to have the perfect answers, the perfect questions, the perfect words. Their energy, their presence is enough. They just listen. 
not if they need to, but just listen. Allow her to process it herself. They don't have to jump in with a similar story. They don't have to jump in with solutions, with suggestions. Have you tried this? Or that's what my baby did and this really worked for me. No, she doesn't need that right now. She just needs to work through it. I've seen this over and over again. When I first started running women's circles many years ago, I used to walk in with a long list of topics I thought I should talk about, questions I should suggest these women contemplate and answer. And the more I did these circles, the less I wrote down before I began. Because here's what I know for sure, as Oprah would say, a mama doesn't need you to bring her the answer. She doesn't need to hear your story as well. She doesn't need to know the solution. She needs a place to feel what she feels without swallowing it and silencing it. She needs to allow the emotions to rise up in her body and be released, whether that's through laughing, dancing, crying. She needs to process how she's changed and what's happening to her. And then if you keep going with that space, if you ask her to go one more minute more, if you just don't jump in too quickly, you will discover that she gets there herself every single time. If you keep allowing her to process, she'll eventually say things like, but actually, when I look back at it now, I realise that it was always going to be okay and I just had to trust myself. Or she finds her own answers around what she wants to do about that question she's been struggling with. Should I go back to work? What should I do about this relationship? What should I tell my boss? How can I talk to my mother-in-law better? She finds it herself. But because we have created a world where our usual experience of each other as women is bullying, judgment, talking over the top of each other, comparing each other, especially if you have had an experience in your teenage years of not fitting in, of being rejected, any of those things, then of course, even when you are invited into a place to talk, your nervous system, your body's memory will stop you. Oh, I can't talk about that. I can't be real. I can't be raw. I can't take up space. There is something so so healing about finding a place where you can talk, where no one is trying to fix it for you, where no one is telling you to hurry up and move on and hashtag bless your life, a place where you can realise that women heal each other simply by sitting together. That's what happens when we gather women together whether it's online or post-COVID back in person again. There is a healing that happens when we come together with no agenda and we finally feel like we can take up the space we need to process our own thoughts. My hope for you, beautiful mama, 
is that you find a place that you can feel that. I really hope that that is in your world. Thank you for being a part of this conversation, Mama. We change the way mothers are valued and seen in our society and our world by bringing these conversations to light and spreading the whispers of matrescence. And so I ask you to be a part of this movement now. Speak to others around you about matrescence, about your experience of motherhood. Let's bring it to light together. To find out more about matrescence, go to amytaylorkabaz.com forward slash matrescence and receive your free ebook, The Matrescence Map, so you can understand it even deeper. Thank you for being a part of this. Until next week, Satnam. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.